0: Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the poker podcast for those who work to be better today than yesterday. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 234, I revealed that this is the Mental Game month of May! It's poker study time, y'all. So thank you very much for sharing the show with other poker people. Uh, Truly, I do not do any kind of advertising. So the only way that this show grows is via word of mouth. Uh, I guess also maybe like iTunes or or, uh, SoundCloud searches might help it, you know, go as well. Um, So for everybody who leaves those five-star reviews in iTunes or your favorite podcast or even on YouTube, I really do appreciate that, of course. Now, I haven't done a Q&A for a long time, so I thought I'd kick off the Mental Game month of May with some great poker mindset-related questions from some of you listeners out there. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. But first, I do want to thank my newest Patreon supporter, Ian Boyd, just started his support uh, just about a week ago. Thank you very much, Ian, for jumping aboard this poker train. If you would like to support the show like Ian, please go to patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. There are different levels of support with different rewards attached. And I do want to mention a few anniversaries right now. uh, Charles Ogle just supported for his first year, 12 entire months of support. Thank you so much, Charles. And Paul Solis and George Kellerman both hit their one year and three month, the 15 month mark. Thank you, Paul and George. A little bit beyond that, we have Michael Bulos and Mike Matteo, both 1 year 4 month insiders. I really do appreciate Mike and Mike, the duo. And um lastly, Darren Lane just hit his 1 year and 5 months, 17 months of support on Patreon. So if you would like to be like Charles, Paul, George, Michael, or Mike or Darren, please support the show patreon.com/smartpokerstudy. There are different levels of support with different rewards attached, and the rewards for May are coming out in just a few days uh, in the middle of next week. So it's been a while since I did a Q&A, so uh, just a real quick refresher. For each question, I'm going to start my answer with an action to take to help you improve your skills. Then I'll give you some additional information, some additional answers, some background information uh, you know, in answering the question right there. Now we have three questions today. Some really good ones from Graham Wright, Chris Lugiano, and Bryce Bader. So let's give them the actions that they are looking for. Gambate! Warm it all up! Everything you've got! Come on, you hey You want live forever? The first question today comes from Graham Wright, and it's about poker downswings. So here's what he said in an email to me. Right now, I'm in a downswing. Biggest one of my life. $9,200 down in 15 sessions. He plays 2 5 10 and one three six 3 PLO. He also plays fifteen thirty limit high-low, 10-20 and five ten limit big O. And when it comes to no limit, he plays 1-2, one, 1-3-2-5 one, and 2-5-10 no limit hold'em. And twenty forty limit hold'em. This guy's all over the place with his games right here. But he goes on to say in the email, it doesn't matter what I play, I lose. I'm finally over it mentally and am taking the next week to recover my money a little bit through dealing. My question is this, what's good timing wise to jump back into play? Do shorter or longer breaks work for you? Are you a specialist or do you play all games? If all games, do you focus back on one specifically or dive into the fire until the run bad is gone? Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for the question, Graham. I do appreciate it right here. So here's the first action for you. What I think you need to do is take as long a break as you feel necessary. If you don't feel primed and pumped and ready to play, then just continue taking some time off until you feel that excitement to step back onto the felt. But during that time off, continue studying poker. Maybe it's something mental game related, you know? Uh, Maybe you need to also analyze your opponents who put you on tilt or who seem to keep winning money from you. Uh, Or maybe there's like situations that you feel uncomfortable with and you think maybe that's where you're losing your money. What you need to do is pick a topic and study it to prepare yourself for your eventual return to the felt. All right, so that's the action. A little bit more information, a little bit uh, broader answer to Graham's question here. So for me, when I hit a downswing, I take time off just like you are doing right now and I just come back when it feels right. I've come back after just a couple days and there's been other times where I've come back after a few weeks. But during my time off I make sure to go through hands of my database and I try to figure out why I'm on my downswing. Sometimes it's just variance and I'm getting it in with the best and I'm getting sucked out on over and over again. But other times Maybe I'm like trying to force the action. I'm just getting way too aggressive, Uh, oftentimes in bad spots and I'm just trying to bluff too much and I spew money off to my opponents, right? Or maybe I'm playing my draws way too passively and I'm just calling too much on every street. Even when the price is wrong, I'm calling just in the hopes that I hit on the next street. Sometimes I'm making too many terrible pre-flop hand decisions and maybe I'm open raising and calling three bets. Maybe I'm calling too wide out of the the blinds. Those kinds of bad choices, all of those, they can lead to some crazy downswings for me and for you, anybody else right there. Well, whatever the problem that I find, when I return to the felt, I am focused on not repeating those same mistakes because I spent time during my break uh, studying those and figuring out what I was doing wrong. From the sound of your email, Graham, it sounds like you're mostly a live player with maybe some online experience. So thinking about your live game, where do you think the downswing's coming from? Is it just variance, or is it probably some ways that you're playing, or the opponents that you're up against, or maybe the games that you're selecting? You need to figure out why the downswing is occurring, and then study and work to correct it. And for myself, I really only play no-limit hold'em cash games, but I throw in the occasional MTT and sit and go for fun as well. All right, thanks again for that question, Graham. Question two today comes to us from Chris Lugiano. And it's also about downswings, but a little bit more specifically, downswings as well as boredom at the tables. Here's what Chris said. I currently play on three sites, ignition, ACR, and sports betting, and I am in the midst of a pretty nasty downswing, mostly because I have taken shots that haven't gone so well due to some poor luck followed by tilt. I know that I should be playing 25 or 50 NL to optimize my big blind per 100 hands win rate, but I find the games boring because of the lower stakes. I was playing 100 NL and 200 NL as a break-even, slightly-losing player. Alrighty, well, thank you so much for that question, Chris. I appreciate you sending it in, and I really want to focus right now on kind of your headspace when you're going from 100 NL to 200, I'm sorry, to 50 NL or lower. So here's my action to you. I want you to try to flip your mindset from playing to earn money to playing to learn. You want to get in the headspace of a student or maybe like an apprentice who's playing to improve your skills. Now, the money, that will come later once you're a winner at 100 NL and 200 NL. You were a losing player at both of those stakes. So your goal is to be a winning player at 50 NL, build your bankroll to get back up to 100 NL, which I recommend a 40 times bankroll. Uh, So at 100 NL, the buy-in is $100 times 40 means a $4,000 bankroll. Your goal is to practice your strategies and work to exploit your opponents at every opportunity when you're playing that 50 or the 25 NL. The stakes you play, they really don't matter until you're trying to play for a living or for substantial side income. So try to think of everything in terms of big blinds, not dollars. When you buy into that 50 NL table, don't think of it as $50. It's 100 big blinds instead. So your job is to make the best decision you can To build your 100 big blind buy-in into more with each session that you play. Alrighty, so that was my action for Chris right here. Now, I want to get to a, a little bit, broaden the answer a little bit here. One important thing that Chris said was that tilt is a factor in the downswing that you're facing right now. Now, I recommend reading Jared Tendler's book, The Mental Game of Poker. And this is something for the entire month of, or the mental game month of May. Everybody should pick up and read this book. If you've read it once, actually pick it up and read it again. Read it for a third, read it for a fourth time. Now, for you specifically, Chris, tracing losses, that's something that too many players struggle with. They jump up in stakes when they shouldn't. Maybe they bet bigger in hopes of winning bigger pots or whatever else they do to try to win back that money. The Mental Game of Poker by Jared Tendler. It covers this topic very well, starting on page 145, and the section is called Desperation Tilt. Now, a desperate player will do anything to get back those losses, and it's a form of accumulated tilt and anger and frustration at losing. For most of you i would imagine a lot of you have picked up the book or you've heard me talking about mental game and logic statements and stuff right well that's the logic statements are a big part of the book now here's a logic statement that i recommend for you chris uh that you can use pre and during your sessions here it is losing an entire stack is part of the game so i accept that this will happen sometimes but i'm going to earn more stacks for my opponents than they earn from me Due to my superior play and my ability to stay in control. So utilizing that logic statement, hopefully you won't find yourself suffering from that desperation tilt. When you say that to yourself pre-session and during a session, during some losses, like that hopefully, uh, hopefully that kind of like triggers your mind to stay in control. Don't get desperate. Don't jump up in stakes. Don't start betting bigger in order to win back that money. Now, on page 148 in The Mental Game of Poker, Jared Tendler, he gives a full 10-step strategy to plug this league. But I'm going to give you two of them right now that I think are really are super critical, Chris, for you to do. Number two is write a tilt profile. So this is basically write down the early signs that signify that your tilt is increasing and the specific things that trigger your tilt. Because the more you know about how you're affected and what affects you, what sets you on tilt, the better you'll become at handling these situations. And the fourth step that he gives is to take regular breaks or use a timer, which we've already discussed the breaks, but he's talking about regular breaks during your session. So you want to use the breaks to assess where you're at mentally, like go for a walk, use the restroom, do some push-ups, drink some water, do things that take your mind off of any beats that you suffered and only return to the table when you're in the right mental space to do so. I normally take a five minute break every 50 minutes to an hour or so. Now, lastly, Chris, if the games are getting boring, are you allowing yourself to get distracted with email or Twitter or sports on TV or something else? See, I released a video the other day that showed how I tried to learn from every hand dealt, regardless of me being in the hand or not. When you're focused on every hand, you cannot get bored because there are so many things to think about, even while I was playing that one table session online. And if you go to the show notes for today, smartpokerstudy.com pod 235, that video is embedded in the show notes right there. So check it out. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash smartpokerstudy. Even if you start that free trial and stop it before your first month hits, before you have to pay that monthly fee, you get to keep that free download, that free audiobook download forever. And of course... Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from, and tons of those are poker titles. They have my three books, How to Study Poker Volume 1, Volume 2, and Preflop Online Poker. So once again, to get your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash smartpokerstudy. And a few quick shout outs today. Robert Howard purchased Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. He knows that I love this product that I talk about all the time. My smart HUD is developed around the product. And so uh, he just knows that this is a good product for him. So he went to smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4. Clicked on that link, read about his different Poker Tracker 4 options, and purchased the one that is right for him. And because he did that, I sent him my smart HUD as a thank you. So once again, thanks, Robert. And of course, along with the smart HUD, Ken purchased it directly. He already had PokerTracker 4. He didn't need to buy that first. But now he's decided to get the best HUD in the game, the smart HUD. He went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD, checked out the screenshots, watched that preview video, all that jazz. He decided this is the one for him. He made that purchase. And along with that purchase of the smart HUD comes the smart HUD webinar that I just held last week. So thanks again, Chris. And lastly, holy cow, we're all about Poker Tracker 4 this week. Chris Dumas purchased the Getting the Most from Poker Tracker 4 webinar. He already had the program and he sees all the different functionalities that come with Poker Tracker 4. But really, it can be a little bit um, overwhelming when you first get, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. Well, this webinar tells you exactly what you need to do to study your hands, to filter through hands, to run reports, um, to look at the various graphs, to utilize the HUD. All that jazz is within the Getting the Most from Poker Tracker 4 webinar. So if you'd like to pick that up for yourself, along with a $5 discount, just go to the show notes page, scroll down to the bottom. Bam! The link that Chris used is right there. Alrighty, back to class, poker people. So the last question today comes to us from Bryce Bader, and it's about poker focus. Now, he only said three words right here. He didn't really ask a question. But what he said was, I need focus. <laughs> nice and simple, Chris. So I'm going to give you two little things of focus right now. Number one is a special song. Let's play it. Uh, Alexa, play Hocus Pocus by Focus. Hocus pocus by Focus, starting now on Amazon Music. Oh yeah, some background music that is. Oh, I love this song. Uh, if you guys haven't heard it before, just just uh, you know set Alexa on this one too. So uh, let's see here. Here is your action, Bryce. Figure out what is causing your loss of focus and stomp it out. Are you playing live and you can't help but watch the game up on the big screen? Well, what you need to do is sit in a seat with your back to the television, or even wear a hat so you can't see the TV above you or in your peripheral at all. Maybe email distracts you. Well, turn off notifications and potentially clear your inbox before you start your session so you don't have that uh, uh, feeling of email hanging over your head. And maybe, are you playing tired or drunk? Well, if that's the case, stop it. I love the yodeling. Um, So okay, that was the action, Bryce. I hope you take me up on that for sure, but let me give you a little bit more background information here. Uh, We can all use a bit more focus, so I'm really glad to hear that you know that you need this, Bryce. So, in the prior question from Chris, that was about boredom. Now this question is related to that one. Boredom leads to distraction, which leads to a loss of focus, which leads to bad play, which leads to losing sessions, and so on, right? Well, besides the prior recommendation I gave you of trying to learn something from every hand dealt, here are three more things that you can do to improve your focus on the felt. Number one is to remove distractions. You know what pulls your attention away from the table. Like I said, it could be television, email, maybe social media, maybe a training video that you're watching on YouTube or something. Well, you need to ditch them all prior to your session start. The second recommendation I have is to do a warm-up and choose a session focus. So prior to your play session, all you got to do is spend 60 seconds deciding on one strategy that you want to focus on. Maybe you want to practice isolating limpers or calling c-bets with less than top pair hands. Choose the strategy, write it down on a piece of paper, and keep that in front of you as you play. And now my third recommendation to stay focused is to play what I call a focus session. So if you're online, of course, you always do this when you're live. You're only playing one table. But online, play just one to two tables with the goal of practicing your chosen strategy as often as possible. And you're going to look for as many positive EV opportunities to practice that strategy. So, for example, I love this. He sounds like Popeye. (laughs) Anyway, uh, uh, for example, maybe you want to work on your isolating limpers now. (laughs) So maybe you want to work on isolating limpers, right? You probably wouldn't do it with a hand like jack seven suited, but a seven suited is probably a good choice. So whatever your focus is, you also want to make a goal around doing it. So if it's looking to isolate weak players, make a goal of five isolation raises. And if you easily hit that goal, just bump it up during the play session, or bump it up for your next play session. One thing that I like that I recommend is you can use rewards to help you stay focused and to hit your goals. So, let's say you love Jameson whiskey like I do. If you hit your goal of 5 or 10 or 15 isolation raises this session, you're going to reward yourself with one drink after your session. And drink that drink as you go through and review your ISO raising hands. Alrighty, thanks again for that question, Bryce, and let's end the music. Alexa, stop. Challenge. Here's my challenge to you for this episode. I just gave you three different potential actions to take. Number one was about taking the necessary break, but continue studying. Number two, have a play to learn, not to earn mindset. And number three was to ditch those distractions. Now it's your time to shine. Choose the one that's most applicable to what you're striving for right now and step into action. Playing and studying with purpose are the best ways to improve your game. To help you out, here are some inspiring words from Lieutenant Ratchek in Starship Troopers. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. If you don't do your job, I'll shoot you. you get me? We get you, sir! This episode isn't complete until you head to the show notes page at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 235. When you go there, you'll find screenshots and links to everything discussed today. You'll find that embedded video, and you'll discover ways in which you can support the podcast to keep me keeping on. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you step into action with at least one of today's actions if you want to get the most out of this episode. Please help spread the word and leave a five-star review for the show on your favorite podcatching app. This is the best way, other than direct word of mouth, that you can help the show grow. Alrighty, Poker Peeps, in the next Strategy Friday episode number 236, I'm going to discuss pre-session warm-ups and my recommendations on preparing mentally for great poker. Word of mouth is the best advertising, so thank you very much for sharing the show with other poker people. You're sharing, and caring is what helps us grow. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.